So where to begin? Well, what are risks? There are many different definitions of risk. The Oxford English Dictionary cites the earliest use of the word in English, although using the French spelling, as of 1621. And the spelling of risk, R-I-S-K, from 1655. In simple terms, risk is the possibility of something bad happening. Risk involves uncertainty about the effects and implications of an activity with respect to something that humans value, such as health, well-being, wealth, property or the environment, often focusing on the negative, undesirable consequences. Many different definitions have been proposed. The international standard definition of a risk for common understanding in different applications is the effect of uncertainty on objectives. And it's worth remembering that not all risk is bad. Some level of risk must be taken in order to progress, to prevent stagnation. Business risk in particular arises from uncertainty about the profits of a commercial business due to unwanted events such as changes in taste, changes in preference of the consumer, strikes, increased competition, change in government policy, obsolescence, etc. And business risks are controlled using techniques of risk management. In many cases, they may be managed by intuitive steps to prevent or mitigate risk, by following regulations or standards of good practice, or simply by insurance. Business risk management includes the methods and processes used by organisations to manage risk and sees opportunities related to the achievements of their objectives, as opposed to an issue. An issue is a threat to project objectives that cannot be resolved by the project manager. Issues have already occurred, and they're therefore certain. But why does this matter? The distinction between risk and issues matter for a number of reasons. First, proactive management saves time. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Project managers should manage risk proactively, and project managers can save valuable time through prevention. As often noted, project managers can eliminate up to 90% of threats through risk management. Another reason is the measurement of management effectiveness. If a project manager has experienced lots of issues, it may be a sign that the project manager has not been managing the project effectively. There's also different type response. Issues require a different response than threats. Project managers respond to threats with different strategies, for example, avoid, mitigate, accept or transfer. Issues require corrective action to bring the performance of the project in alignment with the project management plan. The key difference is an issue has already occurred, as we've already said, and that a risk is a potential issue that may or may not happen and can impact the project positively or negatively. We plan in advance and work out mitigation plans for high-impact risks. While for all issues at hand, we need to act immediately to resolve them, as they've already happened. And while we're on the topic, let's clarify two other terms, assumptions and constraints. Assumptions. Well, they're the factors in the planning process that is considered to be true, real or certain, without proof or demonstration, according to the project management body of knowledge. Assumptions may be a source of risk. Be sure to perform an assumption analysis periodically to validate your assumptions. Meanwhile, a constraint is a limiting factor that affects the execution of a project, programme, a portfolio or a process. Constraints such as budget or scheduling constraints are factual. 
The project manager must continually consider these defined limits when managing risk, particularly when planning risk response. Well, how about examples of risk? I'm going to run through seven types of risk that you may want to address in your business, but there are many, many more. First, economic risk. The economy is constantly changing as the markets fluctuate. Some positive change is good for the economy, which lead to booming purchase environment, while negative events can reduce sales, as we're noticing with COVID. It's important to watch changes and trends to potentially identify and plan for these economic downturns. Then there's compliance risk. Business owners face an abundance of laws and regulations to comply with. For example, recent data protection and payment processing compliance could impact how you handle certain aspects of your operations. Stay well-versed in applicable laws, health and safety, or environmental protection. These can all help you minimise risk. There's also security and fraud risk, as more customers use online and mobile channels to share personal data. There are also greater opportunities for hacking. New stories about data breaches, identity theft, and payment fraud illustrate how this type of risk is growing for businesses. And not only does this risk impact trust and reputation, but a company is also financially liable for any breaches or fraud. And that leads us on to financial risk. This business risk may involve credit extended to customers or your own company debts. Interest rates fluctuate, so this can be a threat. Five is reputational risk. There has always been a risk that an unhappy customer, a product failure, negative press, or a lawsuit can adversely impact a company's brand reputation. However, social media has amplified the speed and scope of reputation risk. Just one negative tweet or a bad review can decrease your customer following and cause revenues to plummet. And then there's operational risk. This business risk can happen internally, externally, or involve a combination of factors. Something that could unexpectedly happen that causes you to lose business continuity. And that unexpected event could be a natural disaster or a fire that damages or destroys your physical business. Or it might involve a server outage caused by technical problems, people or power cuts. Many operational risks are also people related. An employee might make a mistake that costs time and money. And finally for now, competition or comfort risk. While a business may be aware that there's always competition in their industry, it's easy to miss out what businesses are offering that may appeal to your customers. In this case, the business risk involves a company leader becoming so comfortable with their success and status quo that they don't look at ways to pivot or make continual improvements. Increasing competition combined with an unwillingness to change may result in a loss of customers. Business risk management means a company must continually risk. Business risk management means a company must continually reassess their performance, refine their strategy, and maintain strong interactive relationships with their audience and customers. Additionally, it's also important to keep an eye on the competition by regularly researching how they use online and social media channels, for example, and more. The key here is to accept but plan. Although you'll never be able to completely eliminate business risk, proactively planning for it can help. Awareness is key in helping you save money and time when protecting the trust, reputation and the customer base you've worked so hard to achieve.
So how can we think about risk management? Well, the easiest way to think about it is as a process. And that process is designed to identify relevant risks, including but not limited to interest rate movements, to raw material shortages, the price changes, the supply chain, growth, and possibly even labour issues. It's then to assess and rank those risks before addressing the risks in order of priority and then monitor risks and report on their management. And we need this because it promotes good management. It may also be a legal requirement depending on the industry or sector in which you operate. The International Organisation for Standardisation, the ISO, identifies the following principles of risk management. Risk management should create value. Resources expended to mitigate risk should be less than the consequences of inaction. It should be an integral part of organisational processes. It should explicitly address uncertainty and assumptions, be systematic and a structured process, be based on the best available information, be tailorable, take human factors into account and be transparent and inclusive. But it should also be dynamic, iterative and responsive to change, capable of continual improvement and enhancement and continually or periodically reassessed.